Welcome to a Healing Peace Podcast. We partner with JNTEL, a nonprofit organization that provides educational programs to promote emotional and mental health while building our identity in Christ. In this podcast series, you will learn about me, Kimir Baker, the CEO and founder of JNTEL, and other life changers. We inspire, equip, and support you along your journeys. By the renewal of our minds, we overcome life challenges. We renew and rise up. So glad to have you home. We are coming to the end of the summer. Can you believe it? This year has gone by so quickly. What was the highlight of your summer? For me, I think mine was surviving the heat. And it's kind of interesting because it's been so hot that today it finally went down to about like 91. And I was like, I'm actually cold and need a sweater. So you know something is wrong when you need a sweater and 91 degrees. But despite the heat, the other thing that I've been learning through this season is how to surrender to God, to trust and believe in him when I cannot see the outcome, especially the way that he's working. Because you know how he works is a little bit different than what we expect and what we want, but he's always there to provide. And so that's been my season. And, and I will say that it is definitely one of those elements and that learning, that personal growth where I'm like, yeah, baby, this is going to be a podcast segment. Yes, it is. And I'll share all the wonderful things that he's been teaching me. But before I get carried away, because as you could tell, I'm already kind of talking on this episode, is that I want to share our wonderful PSAs. Like I did the last time, I want to welcome our new followers to the show. It is a pleasure having you listen. Thank you for joining us. I pray that this will be an opportunity for you to be edified and, and lifted up and strengthened in your healing journey. And about this podcast, we're all about providing information for emotional, mental, and spiritual health. We do talk about God. Anyways, for those who are listening, who have not subscribed or follow us, I say go ahead and do that. Yes, I say go ahead. And in general, please leave us a review. Tell your family and friends about us. These small acts allow us to reach more people with this inspiring message. Yes, they do. All right, now, let's go ahead and get back to our regular program. If you have been with us for a while, you know that this show will be our wonderful tools and tips show. We condense all the great information from our interviews and provide tools and tips that you can apply to your everyday life. For this tools and tips show, we will build upon the episode that kicked off this segment where I shared a lot about my life, my healing journey. And, and now we're going to explore that with Gary and Gina as they shared about their healing journey and supporting someone on their healing journey. So we're just going to get into it and, and throw out some tools and tips for you. And tip number one, well, before I tell you the tip, I will say that there were commonalities in Gary's, Gina's, and my healing stories. One item that Gary and I both spoke about was the damage that's caused when we suppress our pain. Yes, there is. When we suppress, we do not allow God to heal 
and mend our hearts. So for this tip, I will provide three healthy options for releasing emotional pain instead of suppressing it. I spoke about the first item numerously on the show. I've done a couple of other podcast shows and, and I this is usually the first thing that comes out my mouth, that being journaling. Journaling is a great way to connect with your emotions, to be authentic about your experiences. The second option is crying. I talked about this one too on the show. I said numerously I'm one of them people that just get down and just be crying and carrying on. Well, Gary reiterated it. He said that there's power when we allow ourselves to cry. And even though he's a man, he lets it flow because he knows the value of releasing that inner emotion, that inner tension, that inner pain. And crying does wonders. And if you're one of those people that don't like others seeing you cry, that's fine. I get it. I get it. So what I'm going to recommend is go find a corner, the car, or the closet to cry. Or you can even take a walk and cry while you walk in. Nobody will know. Just let it out. The third item, which you heard me talk about too a lot on this show, is those wonderful breathing exercises. Yes, breathing helps release stuffed emotions. You exhaling, you pushing that stuff out of you. Yes, you are. And so tip number one is to healthily release emotional pain instead of suppressing it. Now, when I say healthy, I'm saying healthy. I'm not talking about going to get angry, beating up stuff, punching holes in the walls and all that crazy. Now, that ain't what I'm talking about. So go ahead, use these three little options, and you'll be surely impressed of how better you feel. Another item that stood out the most for me was that at some point, we all acknowledged that we needed help. Yes, we did. For Gary, he realized that he required help and support as a man without a father. And the things that he shared, his vulnerability about not having a dad and, and just even him recognizing how God just worked in his life despite that and, and that he still pursued being a good father to his kids, even though he didn't have it in his own life. And that, and I've always am impressed and grateful for seeing men say, I am not going to repeat what happened to me. But his journey wasn't easy. And he talked about that. And for his wife, Gina, there was a point in her journey where she could not do everything by herself and she needed help supporting her family and husband. For me, I expressed there was a period in my life when living in denial caused more harm. At the right time, I discovered that I needed help instead of living in denial. Mm-hmm. Thus, for this tip, spend time identifying where you require assistance in your journey. Yes. Depending on where you are, this may look different. Some may need assistance with setting boundaries in relationships. Others may need assistance with having self-care principles integrate into their lives. On the other hand, 
Perhaps it's time to seek out a therapist or a coach. Maybe finding a support group or even just asking someone to take your kids so you can get some rest and recover time. The list is endless. It goes on and on and on. So again, tip number two, or maybe I didn't even say what it is. Nope, I'm just chit-chatting. Okay, tip number two is to identify in what area you require additional support or help. Okie dokie. Now, tip number three may sound just as simple, and you probably know I'm about to say it just from how I've been talking about the other items. Yes. But once you identify what help you need, ask God to direct you to the right help. Gary mentioned this key element in our interview. He stated how he needed to go to God to be led by the right people and the right medicine. Unfortunately, it's so easy to begin to research for resources and forget about this very important step. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest, I, again, I'll be in that transparency mode. I do this all the time. And this this happened so clearly in my first therapist interaction. I did not pray first. Thus, we argued the whole time. I was so, I'll just walk out just frustrated. However, the second time I said, I'm going to do this just a little bit different, I prayed first and then lo and behold, God sent me to the right person and boy, was that a better experience. Yes, it was. All right now, so after you did all this in terms of your praying, now the next step is to actually identify who can provide the help you need. Now, This tip requires that you find safe people, safe people, I'm going to stress it, safe people to help you through your journey. If you seek a cultural therapist, it's okay to ask questions to understand who they are, what they represent, and how they can help you, and if this is a good relationship, a good match. Some of the questions that you can ask is, What is your methodology for supporting a person with this type of issue? And be specific. How long have you been practicing? Why did you choose this field? What has been one of your most rewarding experiences in this field? These types of questions provide insight into the person's motivation. Basically, why do they want to help other people? And this will give you an opportunity to understand their desire to help others. And also, it will bring to light their ability to work with people. For those who may want to join a support group, you can ask similar questions to the organization that hosts a group to ensure it's a good fit for you. I know I I did this some time ago when I was calling about a grief support group. I, I wanted to know what was their approach? How how did the meetings occur? How do people respond? Do talk, not just to understand where would I fit in? In Gina's case, she went to church conferences. She surrounded herself not only with God's word, but with like-minded women. And in this environment, going to those conferences, It gave her opportunity to take a break from everyday experiences to help change her mindset. And in this journey of finding safe people, 
one other element could be you're just trying to find a friend who can hold you accountable for implementing new behaviors. So it's a great task. It's something to keep you moving and going. For a coach or a support group, I would like to say that JNTEL, mm-hmm, that is the nonprofit that supports this A Healing Peace podcast, we offer coach and support group services. Yes. I don't know if you've been paying attention to the commercials between breaks because our commercials talks about our coaching services and our program Living Free to Be Me. I will talk about this a little bit more towards the end of the podcast. I'm just going to drop a little drop a little hint there about some of the things that we do. But to reiterate tip number four, that is to find safe people who can address your needs. Want support and guidance on your personal growth and development? Then pick up our personal growth and development workbook, authored by a Christian counselor and our JNTEL founder, Kimir Baker. The workbook provides a practical approach for emotional wellness by providing insights and prompts for journaling as well as prayer. This approach reveals the power of self-reflection and self-discovery while mending emotional wounds with the help of our Father. Pick up your 10 weeks of daily encouragement and practice transformation. Go to ahealingpeace.com forward slash store to purchase your copy. Tip number five, be open-minded to receive support in a unconventional way. That being taking medicine. Both Gary and I discussed our experiences with taking what I call brain medicine. This is a hard one, I'll be honest. I was one of those people who did not want to take it. I refused for a long time. I was like, nah, I'm all right. I don't need to go down that path. I don't know why there's such a stigma with brain medicine, but it is. And I'll be transparent and say that I didn't want to take it because it signified that I had a problem. Yes, it did. And it also... In the back of my mind, I also was worried about gaining a whole bunch of weight because that was one of the side effects. Weight gain just blow up like a little, yeah. But needless to say, my brain needed more help than the reasons that I had came up with. And so I decided I'm going to take care of it. And Gary noted that on his journey, he took medicine that altered his personality to the, pl- to the point that he had to flush it down the toilet. He was like, oh, I ain't fooling with that. But I just want to share that in anything when you're introducing items to your being and to your body that there's going to be adjustment period and some medicines do not address your specific brain pattern when you have these experiences be truthful with your doctor try something different and you will know when it's time to stay on or off the medicine and you're like girl how would i know i'm about to tell you You will know because you will no longer have that brain fog, like things just cloudy. You can't really think straight. You feel tired all the time. You don't understand why. And another thing is you're not functioning even killed. Like you're not, your emotions are not at an even state throughout the day. And so those are the little indications like, okay, well, I may still need a little something. So if you're white knuckling your experiences, like, trying really hard i'm holding on for the, my life not to pop off and and or you you know you're still a little edgy 
This means that you are not functioning even keel. Mm-hmm. Sorry to say that. But on the medicine journey, I'm going to share two things. One is be patient with yourself as it takes time to find what works. Second, I will say that on my journey, once I spent time rewiring my brain from the trauma through EMDR, NLP, I didn't need the strong medicine. It was just one of those things where my brain was like, oh, okay, I'll figure some stuff out. I'm letting some stuff go. And I was able to exhale and breathe a little bit better. But I share once more in sensitivity that everyone's journey is different. So as I'm talking through this about medicine, that may not be your journey. But whatever part of the journey you're on, just make sure that you're listening to your body and that you're speaking up about your experiences and you're making the appropriate adjustments. And that's just anything in life. Sometimes you just you just got to pause and just listen to what's going on so that you know more clearly how to address the circumstance. So let's get keep moving on. Now, I don't know if you heard this in Gina's interview where she discussed that there was a period where she was unable to get the support that she needed and that she felt alone. She thought she actually even said that some people just started saying some crazy stuff to her because they didn't understand her circumstances. And because of that, she was like, I, I just couldn't go to people anymore. And so the only thing that she could do was cry out to God. And as I say this, for tips number two, three, four, five, there will be moments on the journey where you're doing all that you need to do. You're doing it. You you hustling, you 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 getting the help, you're doing it. But for some reason, you still do not feel supported. Unfortunately, that does happen. For example, after a counseling session, you may go home still crying. Or you may have relationships that still cause you harm or you may be praying and not seeing results. And maybe you might be frustrated with taking the medicine and don't have the support as you have to keep changing it. The list goes on and on and on. And as I stated before, or maybe I didn't state it, but I'm going to state it right now. That is, there are dark moments on the journey. But I am really grateful for Gina's insight. She stated that in her alone moments, when she did not have the support, she continually sought God. She expressed that she immersed herself in God's word and God guided her through her circumstances. As she read the Bible, her mindset changed because God's promises filled her with hope. Thus, Tip number six and all that wonderful talking that I was doing is to find God's promises, place them throughout your living space and recite them. Allow God to guide you through your dark and difficult moments. And as I share this, I want to reiterate or, or remind you that there are going to be moments on the journey where people cannot meet your needs where people may run from you that they may get scared of you or 
you're trying to find the right counselor, you, you're trying to find the right support system, and it's just not working. It happens, it happens, it happens, it happens. But as I'm sharing this, my encouragement to you is to not give up and to allow God to spend that quality time with you to mend and for you to be able to hear his voice. Sometimes he wants you to come back and talk to him and get to know him and cry out to him and not be afraid to have a conversation with them. So I, I will encourage you again, find those promises to pull you through that dark moment, to know that there's someone higher than your circumstances who can support you, even if it's not from a human standpoint. Our 501c3 nonprofit organization, J Intel, and A Healing Peace are looking for community partners to support our mission. We are bridging the gap between faith-based and therapeutic resources. Consider partnering with us. Go to jintel.org slash donate and contribute. By contributing in this manner, you ensure that we continue to spread this inspiring and encouraging message. Okay, so there's sometimes on your journey where you're like, you know what? I've been on this journey for a minute. I'm learning some things and I'm I'm talking to so-and-so and, and I hear what she's experiencing and I can actually share from my experiences and perhaps encourage her through hers. It happens. Let us support one another. When you think about AA, they have sponsors. Uh, these sponsors are people who are further along on the 12 steps program and they go out and they provide support. Gina noted that when she's in a supportive role, her mindset is to be there for her husband and to not give up on him. She also mentioned not kicking people while they down. Like, man, they already down. Why are you kicking them? But rather talking them through the journey. Her feedback applies to A, how you speak to yourself, and B, how you speak to others. Therefore, for this tip, in any relationship, practice saying positive things to the person. For example, even though I had an emotional bad day, I would tell myself, come here, God loves you. You will have bad days, but look at what you already accomplished. Or if I'm talking to a friend, I would say, thank you for sharing that with me. And trusting me with your feelings. You are doing a great job of not stuffing your emotions. What do you think you need to move forward? On both occasions, I'm focusing on the good and talking either myself or the other person through the journey. So that's your tip. Yes, it is. Which is speak positive and talk through a person's journey. Thank you very much. All right. Well, we're going through these kind of fast. I guess I'm kind of excited. Okay. Tip number eight. The healing journey can be long. Yes, as I mentioned before, there's sometimes dark moments, but there's also great moments where you feel victorious. You feel like, hey, I'm a survivor. I can do this. You know, you just punch it. Not, 
I'm knocking it out. I'm I'm doing what I need to do. And I'm I'm doing really well because I'm doing what I need to do. So this tip, which I've already iterated or kind of brought up already from the other previous tips, and that is don't give up. Mm-hmm. Yep, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. Gary and Gina both noted that when they reached their breaking point and wanted to throw in the towel, they cried out to God. God heard them and restored them. The restoration allowed them to keep going on their journey. So for this tip of not giving up, cry out to God for strength. Allow him to raise you. Also, something else that will keep you on a journey is keeping a gratitude journal. This isn't anything new. We've done talked about this. Even the gratitude journal, we, we talked about this when we were on the show of having a winner's mindset. How do you win in life? Girl, get that gratitude journal out. Yes. Mm-hmm. But in this context, you know, sometimes we can't see the good that's around us. And because we're not able to see it, we're staying trapped in that negative mindset. But on the healing journey, it is so important to recognize the good, especially seeing God work on your behalf. So go ahead and write down that good so you can be reminded during them bad days. All right. So what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to go back a little bit and go back to tip number four where we talked about finding the right resources. I'm going to share about our resources at JNTEL. First, we do offer coaching services. We are expanding our coaching network. Yes, we are. We're getting more people on board who just have a compassion to encourage and inspire and help people along their journeys. But in the meantime, until we continue to grow this group, if you like what I've been sharing on this podcast for the past couple of years, mm-hmm, and you're like, I wonder what it'll be like to have personal time with Kimir. Okay. Then go right ahead and sign up for our coaching services. Mm-hmm. As your coach, that's Kimir, as your coach, we will spend time identifying those limiting beliefs that impact other areas of your life. We will address them and anchor you to your truth. We will also develop a plan so that those limiting beliefs do not resurface, prohibiting you from being your best self. Mm -hmm. Once you are anchored to your goodness, we will delve into setting up achievable goals. In all that goodness, what will you gain from working with me? You will discover your inner strength, boost your self-confidence, improve relationships, and create lasting changes that will propel you toward the life you always desired. Mm-hmm. My goal as a coach is to make sure that you embrace a life of purpose and authenticity as you navigate your journey. I know all this sounds good, doesn't it? Yes, it does. So I'm going to go ahead and tell you, go ahead and book your free consultation at j-i-n-t-e-l dot org that's j-n-t-e-l dot org services mm-hmm. for those who prefer a group setting we have our living free to be me program coming up 
September 16th through October 28th from 9.30 a.m. to 11 a.m. CST. Now, I'm excited about this program. This program provides a safe environment for women to healthily process emotional wounds caused by relationships. Since we are human, I know that we've had some terrible experiences with people. People be selfish, acting a fool. Yes, they do. But unfortunately, our terrible experiences can shape how we view ourselves and how we interact with others. Some examples may be how your parents treated you, being in a toxic relationship, male or female, or for the career types, having a boss who constantly humiliated or degraded you. The list goes on. Unfortunately, these bad relationships leave an internal mark. Sometimes the mark takes anchor in our being to the point that it becomes difficult to enjoy new relationships without the previous baggage. Well, at Jay and Tell, we understand this all too well. Thus, with biblical and scientific principles, we guide you through releasing this emotional pain to receive closure. After receiving closure, we address self-forgiveness and highlight your inner strength and capabilities. We will anchor you to your authentic self without the emotional pain. On this journey, you will also receive tools for self-care, managing your emotions, and improving your relationships. This all happens in a group setting so that you can receive the support you need. Not only will you be in a setting with other like-minded individuals pursuing their growth, but you're also being the space to explore your thoughts and feelings without judgment. Taking this program will allow you to heal, release pain, find more joy, receive comfort, experience greater freedom, and overcome negative thought patterns. Join us this September. We only have eight spots for our fall session. So sign up today at jintel.org that's j-i-n-t-e-l dot org slash living l-i-v-i-n-g hyphen free living hyphen free all right now i've been talking i got excited and just kept on talking but i've given you a lot of great information as usual when we do our tools and tips show i always recommend taking one or two tips and incorporating them in your everyday life. Once you have one or two down, then go back, pick up another tool to implement. Until our next segment, keep plugging away, enlisting our coaching services, or join our fall session of a Living Free to Be Me program. I wish you continued success on your journey. Mm-hmm.